beautiful. How are you? I am well. I had a great week thus far and I'm just glad that you guys are here at Simple Beauty the Podcast. Of course you know that I am your host Miss August and we are here to explore, examine, and enlighten ourselves on the ever-changing evolution of beauty and listen Simple Beauty the Podcast is having a facelift and like I tell you all the time we don't we just don't sit here and talk about makeup all the time. But what we do try to do is make ourselves over from the inside. So this week has been like really grueling for Miss August, baby. Let me tell y'all. It has just been thing after thing after thing. And I just count it all joy because I'm glad that in the midst of me trying to be a wife and trying to parent and then ultimately trying to run a business you know I have multiple like it's just really 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 although it's been trying it has been so rewarding because everything that I have been you know struggling with or trying to really draw nigh against it's really been working out for my good and so I'm happy I'm ecstatic and I'm good because guess what I'm here again alone for Unicorn Tales. With that being said, I'm letting you guys know now that it's just giving what it's giving. And until I really figure out the kinks and um, have this meeting in July about what, what, you know, what people and perspective things that I could do or could use for the podcast, I really, really, really hope that you guys just, yeah, um, sit back for the ride and Get excited because this is going to be good. Get ready for some tomfoolery, some truth, some theory, some tea, some tricks, and some triggers, baby. Let's get into Unicorn Tales. What you think? Let's go. Welcome to Unicorn Tales, everybody. Are you excited? Are you trying to get into this tea? I think that everybody is just out here just behaving very well because they know that it is the summertime here on the East Coast of the world and so the people are just out here on their good behavior doing their good works doing their good deeds and trying to stay out of the limelight and out of mess because listen i had to dig through things to get to where i came from okay and that's been a struggle in my life so it's not really about me trying to do the work but i'm just trying to tell you that unicorn tales took a moment i was supposed to record yesterday but i was like i wasn't feeling it I need another story. Like, we need a little hype. We need a little momentum. With that being said, I have found some stories for that behind. Baby, this is going to be good. Let me tell you what Unicorn Tales is. If you don't know, and I'm only reminding you because I'm not going to fake like we're not 13 shows in. Come on. Wink, wink, clap. Clap your hands for consistency. Clap your hands for your girl, Miss August. Miss August has been out here doing the good work of not only the Lord, but I have been doing the good work of myself, and I have been busting goals. I have been here weekly, 14 weeks in a row, baby. Look, give me my things, and I don't want no flowers. (laughs) Yes, but I'm excited. So, I mean, I guess I'll keep talking about what Unicorn Tales is until I get this whole synopsis on how I really honestly want Unicorn Tales to work. But with that being said, I want you to know The Unicorn Tales is Simple Beauty the Podcast's special way of just talking about all manners of pop culture and the lack thereof. Baby, everything here is alleged. Don't sue me, sue the people. I'm just reporting from down 
blogs. I'm not a blog. I'm just here for a little inspiration, a little uplifting, but we got to be talking about the mess too because that's what keeps us going in this rough, rough world. I am ecstatic. I am excited. And now you already know that what I like to do is start off unicorn tales one of one ways, and that is with some speculated amazing news. With that being said, I am happy to announce, and if you have not heard this, you are living beneath the surfaces of here earth, here's core. You are living beneath um things. You are just a rock in a hard place because apparently Jay-Z is hip-hop's first billionaire. And let's just give a round of applause. Let's just give accolades. Let's just give just due to Mr. Sean Carter. He's out here breaking barriers. And it's not so much that he has become hip-hop's first billionaire. It's really more so on the lines that he is the fifth black billionaire in the United States of America. So before I really, really get into it, I do want you guys to know that I check out the Forbes list when it comes out because for me, I get my news the way I get it, but I also am truly, truly excited that I get the opportunity to just read about you know, the likes of like Robert F. Smith, who is like the chairman of Vista, and he has like all of these coins, and then Oprah's a billionaire, Michael Jordan's a billionaire, David Stewart is a billionaire, and then we just get to gloat among all of these people, but the Forbes list came out, and it's given very much of fool-la-la's, like it's given very much of these are people you should be proud of. Like Rihanna is on there. You know, all the people that we really just go up for, they're on there. And I'm just so grateful and excited that I get to cover it. But I really, really do want to just highlight Jay-Z for a second because he's hip-hop's first billionaire. And a lot of people, I saw the speculations down to the people on the internet. And they were given very much of, uh-uh, Dr. Dre, da 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 beats, but apparently Dr. Dre only owned like a spectrum, just a little piece of percentage into the beats, which he cashed out really well. I mean, millions upon millions, and that's something to glow in and be excited about. But we're talking about facts here, and we're talking about things that are not speculated, things that are confirmed. And with that being said, I just thought that it was so amazing to know that he's not only a businessman, he does business, man. Period. So his portfolio is just doing really, really well to say that Jay-Z has been putting in the work, working his plan, and really, really staying real tight-lipped. I can really recall the time that I saw that clip when Nipsey Hussle died and Jay-Z had a concert and he just put out this real, real mean flow on how he was speaking to him and how they was talking about and going amongst things and how he had to really finagle things in order to get the distribution and also get like the capital and the money that he wanted. And, you know, not knowing that it was giving billion dollars, Father God, I'm thinking a rapper's giving like, oh, we pushing this and we doing that, we moving this and we moving that. No, it's giving very much of goals get your goals and orders sis get your goals in order ma'am it's just giving very much of 
Jay-Z is the fifth billionaire in the United States of America, and I'm proud. And with that being said, there is a host of things that he has invested in. We're talking about him. Let's just go over a few things. His music catalog is worth $75 million. Rock Nation is worth $74 million. Zuse and his Brunaldo Champagne companies, one is worth three ten. One is worth a hundred million. Like it's just giving title worth a hundred million. His art collection is worth seventy million. He has fifty million dollars in real estate, and it's just like, come on now, how can you be upset? And this is why I really gloat in blackness and black culture because it's like you can come from literally nothing, the trenches, having all odds and adversity against you, and you really, really, really hone in to what you really want to do, and you work your plan, you do your work, and it's just giving very much a period. So I am excited. We speak your name here at Simple Beauty Stadium. We are not going to put Jay-Z over there with Alex Trebek and Oprah and all of those things. We're going to give Jay-Z his own personal suite, his own personal box here at Simple Beauty Stadium because we know that him and Beyonce and Blue and Sir and Rumi and, you know, Sister Tina and old Nasty Solange and her handsome son and her marvelous husband need their own personal space because they're really private that part they need their own so we're just going to give them their own separate box have them catered and luxuriate the way it should be speaking of billionaires baby apparently oprah's boyfriend (laughs) statman graham is down to the place giving statements saying things y'all know he has a book coming out y'all better get excited because statman graham is giving basically his little relationship secrets and tidbits with Oprah. And all he says is he wants the best for her. I'm dedicated to her happiness. So in the strength of billionaireism, I just wanted to say that this is a story that we have to cover because Stedman dropped some all nasty gems, according to the Jasmine brand, down to the the place and said that Oprah Winfrey and him had stayed together more than 30 years. They met back in 1986. They've been going strong since then. Their romance has gotten all manners of attention that they determined, you know, basically not to just get married. Let's just live a happy life, get in a relationship, and let's just get it together. So... While promoting his new book, The Identity Leadership, Graham shared the secrets to his success about his romance with Le Billionaire Oprah Winfrey's. Yes, come on now, stop playing in my aunt's face. Stop doing it. He said, the thing about our relationship is I want what's best for her. So I dedicate it to her happiness. So that's great for her. And I want her to be the best she can possibly be. And she's done a pretty good job of doing that. For me, I've always been able to find my own happiness and develop my own skills, my own talents, my own abilities. And I'm satisfied with that. So the combination when you have a good partner that's able to self-actualize their potential and you're able to self-actualize yours, one and one equals about six. He made statements about her running for president, saying that you know that you can trust her. She's smart. She has a photographic memory. She works very, very hard. And she has the qualifications. And she's very, very successful. And 
you know, Stedman is goals. So for all of you independent women who give very much of, I'm not settling for anything, I'm not settling for less, you don't have to because the reality is Stedman is a full-grown, groomed man who has his own personal aspirations and dreams that he has achieved and not really off the back of Oprah but just because he wanted to and so I just thought that this story was so amazingly spoken from his words and had he not even brought out a book I don't even think he would be talking about it which is why I go up for statement statement is given very much of goals for me because it's like um it just hits home really really good for me because a lot of people always speculate about people's relationships a lot of people always speculate about how does this work why does this work but when you have a person like statement speak out and saying that we are just actually out here just trying to self-actualize and making sure that happiness is at the forefront. These things are just so, so amazingly put. And I will go deeper into this article because I found it very, very, very interesting because he was trying to figure out in this article, well, actually, the person who was interviewing him was trying to figure out in this article, like, how did you deal with such scrutiny? Because the reality is when you're dealing with like a boss woman, it's given very much of she's the boss. So everybody's like around this like opinion. But I feel like that is so dated and so circa 18,800. Like go away, go away. Like it's really giving people actually developing and actualizing because he said that Maya Angelou gave him a whole bunch of advice. This is a quote. I've lived every other week in tabloids. Each time I would get upset about it, Maya Angelou would say, but babe, you don't have to do anything with that. She will respond with tears. But they're saying, you know, it's not true. You don't know what it's like when people are saying things about you, but you're not in it. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do whatsoever. So when I sat down at the computer at the moment, and it's been happening for so long. She actually said, whoever's sitting at that typewriter, and you know this Maya Angelou, baby. Whoever's sitting at that typewriter, they're thinking, what can we say this week that's going to sell some stories? And then Oprah also said that it's also why I stopped making as many public appearances with statement. Because I realized that every time there's a new photograph, there's a new story it's an invitation. And so, I mean, whatever works for you, works for you. I feel like Stedman's comments were amazing. I feel like Oprah did a great job with talking to Maya and Maya really actualizing her feelings and really making it just plain and plain and clear. And so it's just real good for me. Like, this was a good story. I know y'all like mess on Unicorn Tales, but this was so good for me and it was so good for my spirit because I find myself in many situations where people always try to judge and try to figure things out about me, about my life, about my husband, what my husband does, what I do. But the reality is, is that it gets done and it is done. And I'm excited about it. It's nothing that I keep really tight-lipped, but it's nothing really to express because love is love. So catch it or it's gone. 
don't know what y'all think, but I just need to let y'all know that we always speak of Auntie Oprah, but we need to make sure that we are saying Uncle Stedman too, because Uncle Stedman is down here to the place, really actualizing things for us and supporting Auntie Oprah. And so Uncle Stedman and Auntie Oprah is down there and we are sending um whole lobsters. We are sending whole lobsters, not the tail, the whole lobsters deep fried, battered. And ask them, do they want shrimps? And ask them, do they also want clams and things? And we'll have whatever sides that they have available because we're sending Auntie Oprah and Statman meals to the box. Thank you. Period. I want to move on because mm, apparently Sephora is closing stores for a day to conduct diversity training after SZA says she was racially profiled. Hmm. So I wanted to do this story for a number of reasons. First of all, I want to just read because I get my stories from the Jasmine brand more over sometimes the shade room a lot of times just where it is because I just wanted to say that um, SZA put out a statement down to the Twitters and said that Sandy Sephora, location 614 Calabasas, called security to make sure I wasn't stealing. We had a long talk. You have a blessed day, Sandy. Can a bee cop her Fenty in peace or what? And Sephora wrote back and said that you are a part of the Sephora family and we are committed to ensuring every member of our community feels welcome and included in our stores. And so as a part of their initiative, because they always say that we belong to something beautiful. That's like a part of their platform and their tagline. So they're saying that they're training their employees and will shut things down for a matter of day. And the corporate and the distribution centers will all have to succumb to a training for diversity and the conduction of said thing. I am interested in this story because on one hand, I wanted to say that, okay, SZA, no SZA, knows that she has a really, really eclectic style. And I'm not really sure because I don't follow her nowadays and I don't find her on social media as prevalent as I did when she first came out. Beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous voice. Always has a lot of hair. Very, when I can remember her, is very, very oversized, very, you know, nonchalant, very almost, I don't want to say homeless, but it's given very much of rags, but they found beauty in them. And a lot of people do, so I'm not judging like, how you dress or why you dress the way you dress, but I'm just I'm just hoping that that's not the person that said woman in Calabas has bumped into because no shade. I would have thought you were stealing too, sis, if you came in there dressed like a monk. I'm just trying to figure out, but I'm not excusing Sephora for this disposition because we're really talking about someone feeling away and so yes you could call security just for precautions but 
for people to feel like they're being watched, I think that's a problem. And I've told you a number of times that I be down to the Home Depot, the Ross, the TJ Maxx, baby. I be at the Fridays. Lady, I just came out the Longhorn. And I always feel like we are being watched when we are in places of, you know, that has stature. We are being watched like they need to be watched if you're a black woman or if you're a black guy. It's like, I do feel like we do get that look or that attention that you should be racially profiled in some ways. But I also get the look that if you really look like you should be, you should be profiled, but not racially profiled, but you should just be profiled because you look homeless or you look like you are getting into some trouble. Like you can't judge a book by its cover. Everybody looks like rappers these days, but a lot of the girls, they walk around and they be looking like they giving, like, I push a car around down to Calabasas versus I own a home here in Calabasas. And that's not one way or another because at the end of the day, like, a lot of people look the way they look. And I'm not even justifying none of this stuff. I'm just saying that I'm sick and tired of the stores trying to be given very much of we closing down so that we can conduct a diversity training. I'm sick of it. I am so sick of it because if I recall, Starbucks just had some two men illegally arrested because they was waiting for one of their friends to show up down to the Florida place and they put handcuffs and handcuffed them people for nothing. And they were basically just waiting for their friend. They, even if they were sitting up there on the Wi-Fi, the reality is they were just waiting for their friend and they were racially profiled. And if y'all don't know Saks Fifth Avenue every single month, it's something different when people are accused of coming there being fraudulent, illegally shopping. They are always racially profiled. So my problem is not really with SZA in this story. I just want to broaden the spectrum of what we feel like should be suggested in these diversity trainings because the reality is is that there is not one race that's dominant in the United States of America. And it's really mind-boggling and disrespectful in my mind for you guys to really think that it's okay to try to save y'all butts by sitting up there saying that y'all gonna just shut down for a day or two and we're gonna say that all of these people that aren't white should not be treated away. And I'm not the girl that wants to pull a race car. Although the race car is relevant in many, many situations. I really, really, really feel like that everything starts at home. Everything starts with people that you, you know, rally yourself around. Everything starts with um, family. It starts with your friends. And the more narrow your thinking becomes, as it pertains to what America should look like or what my workplace should look like, the more narrower you think. And I'm just perturbed because, not because it was SZA, because we don't know who the guys were at the Starbucks. We don't know, you know, who the people are at the Saks. Like, we don't know who's walking out of a Walmart today and being asked for their receipt. And you're like, dag, I just spent my last $40 in here and you're asking me for my receipt. Like, come on now. Like, I just feel like this a bigger conversation. I don't know exactly what it is, but I don't think these diversity trainings are going to fix it because y'all just trying to save yourselves. And I love Sephora. I'm all here for it. I use said products for it. But baby, get it together because it's late 
It's tied, it's pompous, it's disrespectful. And we have to think bigger because everybody is a minority here in the United States of America. There is no majority for real, for real. So your kids will be mixed with something that you're discriminated against. Get it together. That part. That concludes Unicorn Tales for today. I have enjoyed myself. I really did. I hope you guys liked our stories. I think I did a great job with telling them. Get back to me. Let me know. I have something special for you guys today. I want to give a shout out to our little segment. I have not named it yet, but it's just a little makeup tip. Stay tuned. All right. So this is a new segment that I wanted to add to Simple Beauty, the podcast, because although we do try to tackle necessary things on inner beauty, I always want to get back to my first love. If you guys know that, like I told you in episode zero, baby, we are here 14 now. So I know hold your britches. Like I want to honestly tell you guys like stuff that's informative and nice for you that you can take away do with the information put those said skills to the knowledge and just work it out so this week and make me under i'm just trying to tell you that most times when you are applying your foundation it's the wrong color and so this week's tip for make me under is father god to go to the places and take the colors where you think are the closest to you. Take a picture of them and also swipe them on your jawline and put them down and walk out of the store. I'm telling you to walk out of the store because I want you to be in the most natural sunlight you can. Once you get in that natural sunlight and you realize, oh, this looks like my skin color. That's your foundation. Most times we go into places, Mac, we go into Target, we go into Sephora, Father God. We go into these places and we think that the foundation they're matching us with is the actual foundation for our skin. But moreover, that lighting that's in that place is for not it's bad lighting period i don't even care if you're going to makeup store most of it is bad and they're investing in lights around them but they're not best investing in lights above them so you get that yellow springy light that comes with the store and then you get those lights from the mirrors that's probably actually daylight bulbs you want to walk out those stores is all i'm saying put the little three colors on your face walk out of the store look at your face See which one matches, and that's your foundation color. That's my make me under tip for this week. It's my first one. I have tons, girl. I'm excited. Stay tuned for what burns me up because you already know, you already know, I have something to say. Now, 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 it's that time. Week after week, something is burning me up and I have to get it off of my chest before I implode. I have to get it off of my chest before I have a case of anxiety. I have to get it off of my chest because it's bothering me, sis. Sir, 
it's a bother. And I want to let y'all know that I'm passing the torch this week. Mm-hmm. I have a letter here, and I won't state the name because I don't want to get sued. Everything you hear here is alleged. However, somebody sent this in, and I want to let you know, hey, Miss August, I wanted to write you to see if you can pass the torch to me this week. This week, I don't know how you came up, but for me, I still live in a house with some adults, and I also live in a house with some of my siblings. I know you want to know my age, so I will tell you that I am 17 years old. However, something is burning me up, and I have to let you know. What's burning me up is that I get very, very bothered when people leave just a drop of juice in the container. Empty bottles of water with just a splash in it. Half bottles of 99 cents Arizonas. I'm not playing in them. It burns me up. And can you relate? I'm not really sure how you grew up, but I'm really, really sure since you're so cool, it, yes, since you're so cool, it has to be something that you have went through. Love your show. Love the podcast. Love you. Signed, her name. Huh. Let me tell y'all, it's burning me up too. To this day, now, I have managed to marry well. I have managed to have a life that I'm good about, you know. No complaints, just trying to work hard, get some goals going. But I found in my later life, once I started having kids, and really investing in people and their souls and them coming to my house and opening up, you know, places for them to stay. That for some reason, the people leave a little bit of hot sauce in the bottle. They leave a little bit of juice in the container. They leave a little bit of food in the plate. I'm trying to figure out. Who you expect to drink baby girl this burns miss august up too it burns me up so bad because i'm i'm just trying to figure out why you ain't drink the rest sis sir why you ain't just have the rest we don't want any more if it's only a drizzle if it's not enough to make a whole cup it's yours take it with you we don't have time to be out here scripting and scraping and only getting like a little swallow. I find that to be so disrespectful and so pompous. I find that to be so irritating to my soul. Like, come on now. Come on. Get your things together. Get your etiquette together. Like, throw it away. That's really me. Like, who just want like a swallow or something? Like, that's all backwash. That's what we used to say back in the day. Y'all used to say that. Yeah, it's backwash. We don't want that. Even if you was pouring in a, gl a glass that whole time, it's backwash at the bottom. And we won't do backwash here down to the house. So, I feel you, girlfriend. Thank you for writing into Simple Beauty, the podcast. Like, come on now. That burns me up real bad. Like, don't just save me no little bit. I don't want you to save me no little bit. Save me a lot of bit. Save me enough. Save me something to hold my stomach over for a few. Save me enough to fill me up a little bit. I don't, I don't want no little bit of nothing. No, not me. Don't try to skimp and scrape now. Drink it all. You thirsty, right? Huh. 
burns me up. I love it. I love it. I love it. I want to say thank you to you guys for listening to Simple Beauty, the podcast. I have had a wondrous time. Send your what burns me up to tell Miss August at gmail.com. And listen, I was gracious because I had something to say about something burning me up. But when I read this girl's story, I said, you know what? Mm-hmm. I can relate. So I might t- pass the torch to you one of these good old days. Thank you for listening to Simple Beauty, the podcast. And remember, you can't put makeup on in a beauty girl. So let's just do the work. Bye.